0: thank you for this day. Thank you for friends. Thank you for family. Thank you for loved ones. Thank you for our spiritual connections. Thank you for granting us peace in the time of storms. Amen. Thank you for granting us comfort we have nowhere to turn. Thank you for being close to us when we feel so disconnected from others. Thank you for comforting me, Father God. During this season of my life of change and uncertainty, I thank you, Father, for the challenge. I thank you for strengthening me. And I pray, Father God, that you will place the words on my tongue. For me to speak to your people. I pray that these words not fall on deaf ears, Father God, but on open minds and open hearts. I pray, Lord God, that you will continue to give me the desires of my heart and continue to show me my purpose as I walk in love and in charity with my neighbor. Through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. Amen. You will turn with me to Ephesians chapter four. Verses eleven through thirteen. Ephesians chapter four, verses eleven through thirteen. We have it if you would please. Stand as you are able. And I'll be reading from the NLT. Just follow along with whatever version you have. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Now these are the gifts. Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastor and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, which is the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son, that we will be mature, in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. You may be seated in the presence yeah. of God. God, have blessings to the reading, here and doers. Paul writes this letter to the church at Ephesus, and then it circulates throughout Asia Minor. He explains the wonderful things that we have received through Christ, and he refers to the body of Christ as the universal church, meaning us. And in our lesson today, Paul is telling us that Christ gave these administrative gifts to the church. Some call them the five-fold ministries. These gifts were given to equip God's people to do his work and build up the universal church which is the body of Christ, which is us. These gifts were not given to tear down the church, but to build it up. Thus is my subject title today, The Body Before the Building. The body before the building. Before a church building can be realized, we must work to eradicate backsliding, gossip, criticism, jealousy, anger, and bitterness. Why? Because those behaviors create barriers in unifying the church instead of building bridges that connect us. And I'm gonna use our president for an example. Uh, he wants to build a wall to keep people out. Now, I understand his purpose. I understand that he if you're going to be living in this country, you need to, to, to pay your fair share. Each man, according to his own work, you must put forth that work. And I understand that everybody needs to contribute. I understand that, but there's a way to do that. It's not so much as to build a wall but to build bridges on how to make that happen. Let's get these folks in here. Let's document these people so we can make sure that they're legal to be here. Then that way they can contribute. Don't just push everybody out. We can't just keep pushing people away and expect for the body of Christ to build. It tears down the body. Amen. So we can't use our power to build a wall, but we have to use our resources to build bridges. amen, amen. my Lord, good, come on now, but we got to get this right first, this, 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 this heart, amen. and that's, that's the problem, our hearts are not right, our hearts are not in it, I, I, we just do it because it's habitual, because it just looks good, but if our hearts are not in it, it, it's all meaningless. It's all worthless. Amen. I can speak in tongues, but if there ain't no love behind it, it's worthless. My Lord. It's all blah, 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 blah. Oh, wah, 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 wah. I can give away all my possessions, but if there ain't no love involved, God, God ain't, ain't really okay. That's right. Good. Hmm. The thing about it is is that we cannot build a building if our hearts are not Amen. All right. We can't we can't heal a nation if our hearts are hardened. We can't we can't connect people if we ain't connected. Well. a lot of us are not connected to God. We pretend like we are but we're not right we say all our fancy things behind the pulpit but they are just fancy things. But well, let me see what you can do with the word of God. Instead of saying what you can do, let me see. Let's build a. Let's put a brick in the middle of the floor. Let's start building our lives according to the way Christ lived it. Mm-hmm. Christ didn't leave nobody out. Right. Well, he hung out with the widows, the right. prostitutes, the gamblers. He hung out with all the bad people. <clears throat> well, he went to parties, mm-hmm. banquets. He didn't just set people aside and say, you're a sinner and I don't want to have anything to do with you. He says, no, you're a sinner, so grace is going to come to save you. But unless the church gets that, we'll always have this wall built up to leave people out. That's not what God intended for us to do as Christians. All believers in Christ belong to one body. All are united under one head. Christ himself. Each believer has been given abilities that can strengthen the whole body. Like Deacon just felt the need to pray for the pastor. And that's okay. You don't have to apologize if we don't follow the order of service. As long as we follow God, we in Lord. Yeah, we have an order of service and that's good. But when the Spirit says move, you've got to move. So don't apologize if this is out of the ordinary or this is not the normal protocol. As long as we're doing it decently and in order, God is smiling upon us. Amen. When not, you didn't create no havoc and chaos. It wasn't a chaotic move. It was like, well, let's pray for our pastor today. And that's a good thing to pray for this. child. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Amen. Amen. Ain't a thing in the world that I appreciate it mm-hmm. because you're helping to build up my most holy faith when you pray for me. Let me know that you care enough about me to even want to pray for me, amen? So the thing of it is, got to make sure that our hearts are in the right place before we can build a building. That's why we have so many churches in this country. So many churches in this city. You people here, three or four people over here, five or six people over here. Really? Why can't we all just come together as one body? What's wrong with that? Because we have too many chiefs and not enough engines. Everybody want to be in charge. That's right. But don't nobody want to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Because we got all this gossip and slandering and we got all this backbiting and jealousy and anger. Whatever your gift is, it's yours and nobody can take it away from you. God gave it to you. Use it in his glory. And Jesus. Some of us have multiple gifts and that's alright. Use one of them. Yeah. Don't just, just sit on all of them and go, Mm-mm, I'm just going to hide mine under a bushel. Mm-hmm. Well. Stop sitting on your blessed assurance and do something for God. Amen. You don't have to wear no title to, to do God's work. Right. God has given us each a gift. Use it for his glory. Use it for his purpose. Use it according to his purpose in your lives. We don't have to be on television to make a difference. A lot of people on television are wreaking havoc on people because they have a larger audience to food. That's right. Looks good on TV. Mm. Go behind the scenes. Right. It's a hot mess. body of Christ is in trouble. And I believe God sent a truck to get us back in check. Come on now, right now. God will use That's right. whatever is necessary to get us back to Him. Because we have been so far away from God. We have walked so far away from the purpose of the church until it's unreal. We're too commercialized now. Well, if you ain't on no TV, you must not be doing something right. The devil is a liar. Amen. My blessings ain't never stopped because I ain't on TV. Right. But if our hearts are not in this thing, man, we can't build no buildings. we got to do things decently and in order we got to follow God's protocol for the church that's why he gave us order, he gave us first apostles then he gave us prophets, then he gave us evangelists, then he gave us pastor teachers because every pastor has got to be a teacher or you should not be shepherding no one not every teacher is a pastor but every pastor should always be a teacher That's why God paired them together. If we don't get our hearts right, we can't build no building. These special gifts that God has given to us, we have an enormous responsibility to disciple every nation, not just America. God said every nation. Every nation. Matthew 28, 18 and 20 tell us. Every nation, he has given us that enormous response. It's a big responsibility. Not only to build a church, but to manage one. I can only imagine what these member pastors are going to do. Can you imagine trying to manage 30,000 members? You can't do it. And how many of 30,000 members do you know? Maybe 10%. Right? If that means. Amen. How many of them have you invited into your home? How many of them have you fed? How many of them have you broke bread with? How many of them have you visited in the hospital? How many of them have you prayed over the sick? How many? Well, only the ones that have a 50,000, 100,000 giving quarter. Right? How many of those people do you really care about? How many of those bodies of Christ have you really ministered to? First lady said it best last week. This church has bandaged up a whole lot of people and sent them back out to function. Just to function. You brought a whole lot of people back to the church that had left the church. You brought a lot of people back to ministry that had left the ministry. We healed and bandaged up a lot of wounded and broken soldiers. And where are they? They are functioning. The body of Christ has expanded. So when you see them at other churches, that's church of the the rock. Amen. Amen. So don't feel bad about them not being here no more. Oh God, just say, okay. Now one can touch a thousand. Two can touch ten thousand. I mm-hmm. don't feel bad that they're not here, I know. Because I know that we are doing a good work for the body of Christ. Not for the church building, but for the body of Christ. And we have to understand the difference between the two. Because that's what Jesus was after, the body of Christ, the universal church. You know, he didn't have no church building. He wasn't no pastor, pastor. He was an evangelist. He traveled. He went out and made disciples. And he did the same for his disciples. He says, go out and make disciples. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Go out and bring them into the house of the Lord. Right. So we have brought them in and they have gone out amongst other churches to say, you know what? It was Pastor Decker and her congregation that helped me. I had a young lady to tell me. She said, "Pastor, when I came here, I was told, off. The world had beaten me You showed me up, and you showed me that my sins would not send me to hell. Accepting Jesus will send me to heaven, but rejecting Him—that's what will send me to hell." being gay is not going to send me to hell. Rejecting Jesus' will. Well, well. You know, Pastor, I didn't have no church home. I didn't even know what church was about. You made me feel welcome with my bald cap on because of those churches, they made me take the cap off. God says, come as you are in your heart, right. and I'll do the rest." because you can look at this out of shell, and you can dress in fine clothing, but your heart be full of worms. The building, mm-hmm. the body is going to suffer. That's right. We must take the time to learn what God loves. Mm-hmm. And we must take the time to respond to his commands. It's our responsibility. Sure, it may be five or six of us every week, but look at the number of people's lives that we touch. We the grocery store, the gas, the hospitals, the nursing homes, the assisted living facilities. Look at the number of lives that one person in this building touches By phone, by internet, by social media. Think of all your Facebook friends. Because everybody ain't like He was hung out with 12 disciples. You right? And, then most and most of them, them were right. And he still <laughs> hung out with one Because it was for a purpose. Amen? Amen. He, he ministered to the crowd, but he discipled them yeah. to prepare them for the whole body, the universal church. To prepare them to equip others
1: so that we can all come into one
0: unified body of Christ, understanding who Jesus is and our purpose. First Lady always talks about her procrastination, and so does Sister Marjorie. You do more than you think you do, you come here on Sundays, every Sunday, you're back there on post. You're right there on post. You're here on post. You're here out of support of your spouse. You're here bringing your mom to church. So we all have a responsibility to the body of Christ. To help each other. To build up our most holy faith. And I'm glad that God has placed y'all in my life. Y'all were meant to be here. We are the members of one body. No one makes it to the top by themselves. Right. Somebody helped them to get there. Amen. The electoral college helped Donald Trump to be in the White House because the people said they wanted him. But it goes to show you that you don't always get what you want. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. And sometimes God don't give us what we think we want. He gives us what we need. And so right now the, the world is in an uproar because now we have to Call on God and say, Lord, help us. Amen. All I see now is, God, help us. Lord Jesus, come say, now you call on the name of the Lord. Amen. Because now you feel like that we are in trouble. We should call on God during the good times and the bad times. We should thank Him for the good times, yes. pray during the bad times, yes. and wait on Him. Yes, Jesus for our blessings, because that's what we have to do. In the midst of it all, we still have to lean on God. I know it's all in God's timing, but what are we gonna do in the meantime? We can't just sit on it. God, I'm waiting on you, well now, I'm I'm waiting on y'all. We can't just keep talking about it, people. We gotta be about it. We have to invite people to come to the house of the Lord not to your church, why don't you come into the house of the Lord with me? Maybe we should change our language. My church. Why don't you come to the house of the Lord, to God's church? Well, what's the name of your church? Well, it just happens to be Church of the Solid Rock. Oh, I like that name. Where Jesus is the rock. Yeah, man. It was founded upon the rock. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we don't have to worry about foolishness coming in and out of these doors because when you are serious about God, you'll walk through We're not here for shape, form, or fashion. We're not here for show. We are here for the body of Christ. We are building up the body of Christ so that we'll all be ready when Jesus comes. Don't be getting ready when he comes. Be ready when he comes. In working together, the church can express the fullness of Christ. We have to do it together as a unit. We can get more done together than we ever could apart. Two is better than one. and I need somebody to stand on, turn turn your right against mine. And if I grow weak and I need somebody to lean on, I need you to be strong enough for me to lean on. Right. Then when you grow weak, guess what? My legs are strong enough for you to lean on. So it works both ways, so we're holding each other up. No, Anybody ever see the movie Forrest Dump? No, How Bubba and Lori were standing up against each other, trying to hold each other up in the rain, trying to stay awake because they couldn't go to sleep. He said, you put your back up against mine, I put mine up against yours, and we just hold each other up. That's good. That's what we're doing. We build up the body. We're holding each other up and encouraging one another to go the extra mile and to stay true to our calling and to stand firm in our purpose. And God will bless us for it. Yes, Amen. Are you spiritually mature enough to exercise your gifts? God has given those gifts to you, so don't squander them. Use them. And if you don't know what that gift is, then I suggest that you seek the Lord and ask him, God, how do you want me to serve your people? And I guarantee you he'll give it to you. And if you know what your gift is, then what are you waiting for? if you know you're supposed to be on post be on post if you know you're supposed to be on time be on time if we don't get it right here we can't expect for god to help us build a church we got to get it right here it's got to start with us we got to roll up our sleeves, y'all. We got to get out there. There's some cards out there on that uh, table. I want y'all to grab a few and start passing them out. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. When you see somebody who's looking for a church home, hey, why don't you come and join me and, and come to the house of the Lord with me? Don't be afraid of it. And I know some of y'all just like it to be intimate and just us. That's all right, too. Because there's no chaos when it's just us. Well. I get that. Can you imagine how Jesus felt when he was always putting out fires for the disciples So they were always arguing about who was the greatest and mm-hmm. well, he was just like running out. So can you imagine all the stuff that he went through? Mm-hmm. Trying to manage 12 people? never easy. Anything worth having is never easy to get. But when you have a strong foundation, the winds and the storms won't collapse your foundation. Your building will be strong, but your foundation has to be stronger. Whenever you see tornadoes and storms, what's always left look like matchsticks. the mm-hmm. foundation is So we're building a foundation. we are working on this building. this, this temple. Deacon working out, working on her temple. Pastor working out, working on her temple. She's smaller than she was last year. First lady working out, working on her temple. We got to be strong. We got to be strengthened. We got to have a good, strong core. We have a good, strong core. So we can begin to build and to teach and to preach and to pray and to prophesy and to heal and to administer. All these things we have been given responsibility. So what's it going to be? If you already know the answer to the question, then what's the problem? Amen. I buried my, one of my brother-in-laws this past week. And all of my, my siblings attended the funeral. My family and I have been in a feud. Not all of us, but just a feud. Sometimes one apple can spawn a whole bunch. Yeah. But I went to my one of my elder sisters and I said, I'm charging you with the responsibility to They'll listen to you because you are the elders. It is your responsibility to get and back to where it's supposed to be. If you can't listen to me, absolutely. It's your responsibility They look at me as a little girl, a little sis. But you they look up to. They listen to me. So I'm charging you to be responsible for getting us all back. <coughs> So sometimes you have to take an authoritative position in the kingdom and delegate authority to where it belongs. We all were there together. She sat at the table with us and she looked at all of us and she says, I thank you so much for being here. And they all began to weep because they felt so bad because we have been in such odd places in the family. The family was in a mess. One or two people couldn't get along. And I said, to We are family and we are doing our parents a disservice by fussing and arguing over nothing. So we're building the body of me. Sometimes you have to take that step of faith <clears throat> and say, you know what? I'm going to speak out against this ugliness. Somebody has to talk about it. You can't it. So you see some heaviness within my spirit because I've had to deal with so much warfare. And then my mom's only, and baby sister, the only family member that's left out of 13 kids, Apologize. When you are right, you can stand up and fight. Amen, girl. You don't have to compromise anything. You can do more. Her daughter came up to me and she said, my mother wants to apologize to you and I want you
1: She grabbed me and she hugged me and she apologized because
0: she says if I don't make it right, your mama gonna get me. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so I felt like she was saying, I'm getting ready to cross the soul and I need to make it right before I leave this earth because your mama ain't gonna be happy if I'm in Come on now. She's all her favorite. All the time. Feel it. That my life was simple to death. You said you lived a simple life. But I never, ever disrespected him. I said, My mama taught me. Never disrespect you, I just said I did not. And I stood my ground, and I didn't compromise, and I didn't change who I was for the sake of. Oh. Getting along with you, yeah. here. So we don't have to compromise who you are in Christ. You just have to defend who you are. Never ever give for doing So for me, I'm glad that she was able to settle that in her spirit, in her heart. She had to get it right. And if she should cross over anytime soon, God bless her. And God rest yourself. Right? Perhaps they may have been the key to bringing unity to the family. We don't know what God's purpose was for that whole situation. But we know that it's to build up the body of Christ. So it's important that we keep that in mind. We have to build up the body before we see a building to fruition. Most people don't build anymore. They just move into already built spaces. So my quest is quite ambitious. It always has been. Never do anything easy. <laughs> really? What's that? Mm. But I know what God promised. Like Noah building that ark. Ain't seen no rain yet. Keep on building. Ain't seen no people yet, but we're gonna keep on building up the body. That's right. Because the rain is gonna come. My Lord. My Lord. And when it comes, we're gonna be ready. But in the meantime. So when the people flood in here, we're not in panic mode going, oh my god, what are we gonna do? We already ready. Come on in. Praise the Lord. Come on in, brothers and sisters. Come on in. We ready to go. My Lord, my Lord. They pass out. throw a sheet over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not gonna look like we just seen a ghost. Like going to be ready. So God is getting us ready in this space right here. He's getting us ready. Are we ready? Amen. We gotta stay ready. Not get ready when they come, but stay ready. Be ready when they get here. It's important. that we continue to support one another. And I appreciate that prayer. I do. My body is feeling tired and worn from the week. Sometimes the week can just beat you up, man. I'm telling you. And I do have those days, and when my days are bad, but I have my days, you, you don't want to be around, that's my wife. Ain't trying to hide, ain't trying to pretend. Yeah, I'm human too. I know, I know, right? I keep telling you. After <coughs> so you get mad, of course I do! <laughs> Absolutely! Do you cry, I, I remember the first time my son seen me cry, he thought, oh, But when you're so used to being the strong one, you don't want people to see your weak one. Yeah. But I don't mind y'all saying my weakness because it lets you know that I'm human. Amen. A man. And then we all fall short. We all have strength. Yeah. Yes, Every yes. single person. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of mine because I'm strong in Christ. Yeah. That's where I draw my strength from, is Him. So I suggest you do the same as you go into this week. Think about the body of Christ that we are building up, not the building. Mm -hmm. Your part God all. Do the rest, Amen. Yes, Lord. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for the message today. Thank you for placing the word in my belly. Thank you for the spirit in which it was delivered. Lord God, I thank you that you have given us purpose in this place. And I pray, Father God, that you will continue to lead and guide us throughout our week. Protect us, Father God, not only as a body of Christ, but as a nation. Cover us, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that we will continue to do the work that you have called us to do. And we will do it to your glory and honor. through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.